The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Well, on the bench in the biggest way possible, hanging out a bad attitude, a bad apple with a bad attitude. We are live in the Magic City Studios in Brawl Place, right across the room to the woods from Granny. Loves a little KO Kush before she goes to Betty by that indica push in New York City. The big apple people doesn't pass it by, shake it. There you go. You like that version? <laughs> Did you like that version, Carver Hot? I gotta say, that's that version right there. There was two things uh, that happened in that version. First of all, it was probably one of the quickest times I ever heard you do the beginning. You're going super fast, just trying to get through it, and then not getting to the like, not really crossing the finish line with the entire, the all the lines. Like it was like a combo meal right there, real fast out of the gate. It was like a sprinter at the Olympics who comes flying out and then just falls, and just the whole thing just doesn't happen. But I thought it was still pretty up. Good. Pulls, up, pulls lame. up lame. Pulls up lame. Yeah, I didn't. I just, I just don't have it in me. That's okay. I, I, I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> I just, like, <laughs> I don't want to do it. So, I mean, I'm done with it. Like tonight, I just, I'm done. I already did it today. I do it every effing day, and uh, sometimes I get sick and tired of doing it. Maybe you should just do something different at night. Maybe I should. Like an, like an entire new thing. Like something completely different than the afternoon. Jeez. I mean, I'll have to mull that over in terms of, uh, you know, <laughs> my creative juices aren't flowing uh, right now. Uh, I guess enough to start a new version of a night well, show uh, with, a, you know, songs and everything. Uh, you remember the uh, Pharrell Baller song? That one. That one was so good, I forgot how to sing it. Like, I, I had it down. Like, Chob knows how to sing it. It's the Pharrell Ballers, because they're taller than the others, and their mothers don't like their sisters. I didn't, I didn't know there was they a Pharrell Ballers song. Never shaved their whiskers. <laughs> I didn't know they had a song. Yeah, the Pharrell Ballers have always had a song. When we started winning championships, we, I came up with a song for to upset everyone. It upsets everyone. I mean, it's just, it's automatic. I mean, it's so funny seeing all these guys, like, what they've gone through to try to beat us, like, uniforms, jerseys. Uh, one team, uh, you know, was a, uh, they were a ringer team. They brought in, they brought in uh, all these black dudes from Paramus, New Jersey, uh, to beat us. And uh, they did beat us. And uh one guy paid all their uh, membership and, and league fees. It was only about 20 grand for him to put the team together. And we spend a hundred dollars. 
<laughs> they spent 20 grand to beat us and we spent a hundred dollars. Like how much of a loser do you have to be? I mean, I, I've always wondered this. How much of a loser do you have to be to be the guy that is so desperate to win a rec league title that you spend 20 grand of your money every season for four seasons just so you can beat a bunch of old dudes called the Pharrell ballers. I mean, you're a desperate <laughs> schmo. Yeah, I mean, you got to be like, you have to be such a loser. Like you have nothing else in your life. Clearly when you like, I wouldn't spend $500 on like a basketball team that plays a bunch of washed up, wrecked, uh, you know, ballers. Are you kidding me? Welcome my radio affiliates to the show. There's so many I can't keep track of. Anyway, welcome to the show. So uh, you got to be a loser, Carver High. You got to be a loser. You just have to be. Like there's there's winners, there's losers. And even when I lose championship games, my team's still a bunch of winners. I mean, when you've won as many as we've won and you've lost as many as we've lost title games, you make it to the title game. That means you carve your way through the league year in, year out, season, four seasons a year, and you carve your way through and just make 18 championship games. It's I'm like the Celtics. I mean, you honestly, it's like it's embarrassing. So you got to be a loser if you pay 20 grand to put a, a basketball team together to try to beat a team that's, you know, the reigning, you know, 18 time finalists. I mean, that's what it gets to the point where people are like, I, can you imagine? Because the brothers, not one of them paid a dollar because none of them could afford it. I mean, I'm just telling the truth. There's one of them that's a member. So if they were if they were so rich, they'd be a member, right? They'd play and pay the freight. But not one of them ever was a member. They just paid. Uh, th this one guy paid for all of them to be there. And they never went any other time. They just showed up on Wednesdays to play us. You're a loser. I don't care if you listen, don't like me, hate me, swing at me, punch me. I'll kick your face in. I don't care who you are. You got to be a loser. Like, there's no way that you can do that and not be a loser. <laughs> I mean, come on, Carver High. I agree. It seems like they went out after you and they just couldn't get it done. No good. Didn't well, they work. did get it done. They beat us four times, but they spent $80,000 doing it. And they were really good, but we, we lost them by eight, six, four, and two. And it went from eight, six, four to two. We got him within two in the in the last title game we lost to him. I mean, then we never saw any of them ever again. I guess the guy ran out of money. So uh, the reason we're talking about this at the beginning of the show is because the uh, Thursday night football game sucks so bad. When we come back, though, we'll start talking about the game that sucks so bad. The Patriots are up 13 nothing on Matt Ryan, who's running for his life tonight, and he's all banged up on a bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. That was as close as we could get to Van Halen 5150 here at Sports Grid. 
That's uh, not, that's that's Eddie's that's that's Eddie's long lost cousin, uh, Marvin Van Halen. Uh, doing that, doing that riff, <laughs> Marvin Van Halen. Marvin's Garage uh, Band. They play locally <laughs> for five hundred dollars for three hours. Uh so thirteen nothing Patriots tonight in Atlanta. They're in the third with seven minutes left, uh, and uh. Before I uh, talk about what I think of this game, which is terrible, uh, go back to the Super Bowl with me, Carver High, and tell me what you thought when we were. Were we sitting there uh, doing this? Uh, I think we were in it. We were in Vegas. Oh, uh, sure you, yeah, you were I with was. that. You were with Mafia for that one. The only the Super Bowl I was with you in Vegas was the Eagle Patriots Super Bowl. I was there for that right. one. So tell me, uh, what did you think when you were watching at home in Strong Island at the Mob Bar? Yeah. The uh, Falcons were up 25 points at the half. And then what happened? Well, two things happened. Tom Brady happened. And Kyle Shanahan happened. That's pretty much what, what happened in the second half. I was... Absolutely stunned. I was pumped up. Of course, I was on Atlanta. I would never in my, never in my life bet on the Patriots in a Super Bowl uh, or root for them, for that matter. So, of course, I was pumped uh, when the Falcons built such a huge lead. And then I had to sit there and watch it all evaporate over like an hour and a half span in the second half. And then just to, even worse, just watch them win it in overtime. Like the only team ever to win a Super Bowl in overtime. I mean, just just the most miserable thing ever. Like they haven't won enough. They got to go and now win it like this. Just awful. It was awful. I remember, uh, specifically, I was in Vegas, right, doing this party at the D, at the downtown Las Vegas Men's Center. 5,000 deep. Uh, ball, 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 ball. To the house. Go, go, go. Uh, are you kidding me? He just Did he just get hizzied? No, they they did tackle him, but then we got a, the Falcons have a little life here, a little life from the Falcons as the Patriots were driving. Mac throws a pick. Yeah, I'm a little surprised he threw the pick because he's been so uh, deadly accurate tonight. That was a risky pass, and Terrell Jr. picked it off. I thought um, I thought the kid looked good tonight throwing the ball. At one point, he was 11 of 12. He's all, he's all over the place hitting. Everybody throwing great passes. That was just a bad pass. Uh, it is where it is. I, I didn't think it was a bad pass. I thought it was a risky pass. You know, he took a chance into coverage. Anyway, um, here's what I remember. I'm doing this bash. 5,000 deep. Place is crazy, lit. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's high. Tremendous, tremendous. I mean, just like debauchery. People having sex and porta potties. I'm not even kidding. It, it was just. Unbelievable. I'm standing there and I'm watching this party. I'm in the VIP section with Derek and everybody. Derek Stevens, the owner. I'm in this roped off VIP section and I'm sitting there watching uh, the fans because it was just it was a scene. And I'm sitting there watching them and they were going crazy. I mean, these Atlanta fans were going crazy. They were popping champagne bottles. They were smoking blunts. They were making out with people they didn't even know. I mean, I'm not even exaggerating. And then I'm sitting there because 
I bet on the Patriots. And I'm sitting there in the second half watching this thing unravel and watching them blow this game. And I was like, and when it wasn't even close yet, I was like, they're going to win. Because Atlanta's just standing around on their heels waiting for this to happen. They're just going backwards. And then sure enough, Brady beats him. I'll just save time here. And I mean, you could have heard a pin drop at this party. I mean, the people that were celebrating were slumped over in their you know chairs. And I mean, they couldn't even talk. They were vomiting. They were uh, cussing uh, at, you know, blaming Shanahan. They were blaming Matt Ryan. They were uh, embarrassed. They were, I think, in a realm of never seeing anything like that before in their life. And I was just sitting there with my jaw dropped open going, I mean, to tell you, the same people that were partying and popping champagne, Vouv Clicquot, uh, they were motionless. They were frozen in time like Madame Tussauds wax dolls. And the party ended with a thud because, I mean, I was the first one in line to cash the ticket of the Patriots. I ran across the street to cash the ticket because the uh, the kiosks you could bet at uh, for the game were everywhere, but you had to collect at the window, right? So I went over there, and I was leaving on a red-eye flight. So I uh, I cashed my ticket, and I went up to my suite, got my stuff, and went to the uh, uh, airport and left. But uh, I've never seen anything like it. I, I've never in my life seen anything like it. Now, I've never seen a tie, and I – Saw a tie. I went to see the Steelers Lions. Saw a tie. I'd never seen that before live and in person. But uh, there's nothing I've ever seen that compares in the NFL to the Patriots coming back from 25 down at the half in the Super Bowl and winning in overtime. There's no, I've never seen anything like it. Name one time, Carver Hyde, that there's ever been anything like that happen in the NFL. No, still the 25-point halftime lead ever. in the Super Bowl, and you win. Because You're down 25. Because uh, of the stage. Because of the stage that it was on, there's nothing that compares to it. It just isn't. And what's funny is, is that, in my opinion, the Falcons have never recovered from it. I sure haven't. The organization. I agree. They, they have absolutely Matt, never recovered. And Matt Ryan's career has never been the same. He just doesn't matter anymore. I know they keep trying to sell you Matt Ryan on Fox. Wow. And they keep telling you he's still a great quarterback. And every weekend on CBS or Fox or whatever it is, NBC, doesn't matter. Same thing. They all tell you he's still got it. 36 years old, still got it, still got it. He has it about as much as Ben Roethlisberger has it. How's that for an opinion? I mean, honestly, like, what does Matt Ryan do ever? I mean, I know like, what he's like, been... even if he wins this game tonight, I still say he sucks. I know what he's been doing since that Super Bowl. Losing. Losing. That's what he's been doing since he that Super Bowl. Now. He, he's, about, he's not quite as slow as Roethlisberger, but he's one step faster than him. That's it. I saw some his people. Escapability, his escapability I, is one or two steps. I saw some people suggest that maybe he could be, you know, the stopgap replacement for Roethlisberger next year in Pittsburgh. I want nothing to do with him. 
I swear to God, on my mother's grave, I'd rather have Mason Rudolph. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I know you're not. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, because I can tell you what. That guy, who I think is average, very average. I mean, average at best. At best. But he can throw the ball, and he can run. Uh, and he was in trouble in that game against Detroit a couple of times. And he ran away from uh, a, a pass rush in the pocket and got outside and took off running and, and ran for 20 yards. And he did it a couple times. And I was like, I'm sitting at the game going, this guy's faster than Roethlisberger has ever been. And he can get away from trouble better than Roethlisberger ever did. He just can't take a hit like Roethlisberger could take a hit. Because he like when he gets hit, he flies across the room. But Roethlisberger, early in his career, his first 10 years, he could take a hit like no quarterback and not go down. It was unbelievable for all of us. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So um, the Falcons picked off Terrell Jr., you know, picked off the pass by Mac Jones. They get down into. Deep into, you know, the Patriots' end. I mean, they, they got to the red zone. They got down to the, about the 20-yard line. And then it was fourth and one, and basically third, third and one and fourth and one. And they stopped them on both um, plays. Both run right up the middle. Just yep. horrible. There's nothing I hate worse. Sick. In the NFL than the uh, go-to play of all offensive coordinators and coaches in the league is run the ball up the middle. I mean, and it never ever works you can't tell me it works what if you're off tackle if you're sweeping it works if you're going straight up the middle it doesn't work matt canada does it all the time with Najee harris i said that today on coast to coast he pounds him up the middle the guy gets absolutely obliterated every time he does it and you wonder how long is he going to last in the nfl taking these shots now the patriots have the ball again and it's still 13 nothing and they're it's the end of the third quarter so um it really is unbelievable watching this team. Uh, even when they're afforded opportunities, Carver High, they do nothing with them. I want to get into this now, um, uh, just for a second. The Lions, right? So I go to the game, and they tie the Steelers. My worst nightmare because, as you know, I think the Lions are the worst uh, franchise in football. I mean, they are. Yeah. I mean, everyone's had more success than them. You know, everyone, even the lowly Texans, they've had more success. They went to the playoffs a bunch of times. Um, what franchise is worse than them? Ja- Jacksonville, maybe. I, I mean, I mean, even ja- even even Jacksonville since their inception in '95 right. or '96, whatever that was, they've made what two AFC title games, three AFC yep. title games. I mean, they haven't gone to Super Bowl, but they've made title games. The Lions haven't. So, what I'm driving at here is is that. I'm at this game and they tie the Steelers. I'm like, this is my worst nightmare. I because I can't stand them. I, I don't care about them to like even say I can't stand them. Like they don't matter. 
And I'm at the game, and literally there was, I mean, there were three, I'm going to say three Lions fans in the entire 70,000 people. I saw two guys in, in Lions jerseys. And then there was the drunk asshat that I told you sat next to my seat and, and imitated me for four hours. Just kept screaming in, in a you know gravelly voice, trying to imitate me and make fun of me. And um, he thought he was really funny. And all the drunk people around him thought he was really funny. But I never acknowledged the dude once. I didn't even look at him. I didn't say a word. I just minded my own business. Uh, I'm not interested in dealing with losers. I don't care if you don't like me. I don't care if you don't like my voice. I don't care for one second about you at all, ever, never will. And I'll be back again for the rest of the games. If you want to say something to me, I'll stick my fist down your throat. And I said it on the air earlier this week. I'll say it again. I'm warning you. You're dealing with someone that's crazy. I'll break all your teeth out of your mouth. I'll put your face in cement and smash your eyeballs out of your head. You're, you're just barking up the wrong tree, bro. <laughs> I'm the dirtiest person you ever met in your life. You just don't know it yet. So I'm giving you fair warning. Push the right button and you're going to get it. And then to have them tie that team and then and, – and, and I know you've heard me say this crazy stuff before, Carver High. And you're like, here he goes again talking about violence. I'm warning you. My problem isn't with that guy. I don't care if he talks about me all day. My problem is, and this is the truth. My problem is, is that because of that guy and because of those two other fans and because of that tie, I now have to spend another Thanksgiving day watching the Mother Pharrell and Detroit Lions on my television set for four hours while I sit with people I don't even like and pretend like I have to like them. Relatives, family, yeah. visitors, everybody, everybody comes around like, you know, they got to spend time with the Pharrells and let's all sit around the fire and watch the lions again. Yeah. Are you kidding and, me? And, are you, are you kidding me that I got to watch this team again? Who I just sat and listened to some drunk guy imitate me for four hours. Cause you're such a loser. Anyone that does that's got to be a loser. Again, like the other guy I talked about tonight, I'm just exposing all losers on this show. And I'm right. And it's, just, it's obvious I'm right. Like, the story I did about the basketball guy, that's automatic. Yeah, ding, ding, I win. And a guy imitating me for four hours in a, in a freezing rainstorm at a football game because you're such a loser, like you think you're funny. Ding, ding, I'm right again. You're a loser. I don't do these things to people. I don't walk around acting like I'm anybody special ever. Carver High knows it's true. I don't, I'm normal, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing he knows I can't stand in life more than anything else, there's nothing else that gets to me more than watching the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, people sit around and they drink and they smoke weed and they just can't wait for that turkey. And it smells so good in the house and all that stuffing, mashed potatoes and gravy and all having rolls, 
apple pie, pumpkin pie, Edwards pies, cranberries. It's all happening. Tito's, JMO, Johnny, Doobies, all happening. Beer, Guinness. And then 12 o'clock rolls around, and here come the Pharrell and Lions again. I got to watch the Detroit Lions play on Thanksgiving Day. I am wow. sick and tired of it. It's actually... Worst thing that It shouldn't happen in America. Now, I've always uh, defended this position that, you know, it's, it's tradition. The Lions and the Cowboys have to play on Thanksgiving. That's the way that it is. It's the way it's always been. And uh, you're just going to have to deal with it. But I will say this. This year might be the year that turns me around because not only do you have to watch the Lions and the Bears on the early game on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, the Bears suck. I mean, you know it. The Bears, Justin Uh, Fields, the whole deal. uh, They're awful. So not only do you got to deal with that, but now you're going to have some guy named Tim Boyle potentially playing quarterback for the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, Tim Boyle. I mean, mean, that guy – uh, you know, that's my, my butcher down the but block. You remember, Tim Boyle. They've had, that, they've had it before. Who's the guy? Baugh? Yeah. yeah I, 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 know. I know what you're talking about. That was like last year, wasn't it? The guy Oh, Baugh. my God. Like, honestly, like. And this is. Now, and these are the games that they, they invented gambling for. Are these Listen, games. It's just. I remember uh, the the greatest game ever on Thanksgiving Day was when this guy Williams ran back the kickoff uh, in overtime or whatever for the Bears to beat the Lions. Do you remember that one, the 100-yard kickoff yeah, return? I think I do remember that. Start that was the overtime. greatest Thanksgiving game ever against the Chicago Bears, and the Bears beat him. That was a pretty high-scoring um, game. So it was a good game. I just uh, there's something about it. I don't know. But they'll usually they'll usually the give you yeah, they'll usually give you somebody that you want to watch like against the Lions. Like you'll get the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Steelers. You'll get like you'll get somebody you that remember, you want to watch. Do you remember the robbery in Detroit uh, at the, the Thanksgiving game when the the coin flip in overtime? Oh my God! <laughs> With Bettis and them. Do you remember? Yes, I remember that one. The Bettis coin so listen, flip game. The people, it's so bad. Did you see the pick this loser just threw? I mean, yeah, honestly, is this it, guy serious? It's so um, bad in Detroit that the the NFL even tries to fix the games, right? So that they that the Lions, you know, would win once every decade. And it's it's always something like the the ref. I mean, how corrupt was the ref? in the Steeler coin flip game where everyone and their brother, the whole world, everyone, I mean, the entire world, it's has, it's gotta be embarrassing for the NFL to know that, you know, 30 million people are watching and everyone knows the coin flip was wrong. And the guy still stands by it, that it's right. And they give him the ball. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. That's he fixed the game. So anyway, here's the deal. I don't believe they should be on Thanksgiving Day anymore. It's just, it's got to end. It's got to stop. And let me tell you another thing. The people that are at the game, 
They got bags on their heads. I mean, it's it's deplorable. The ones that don't have bags on their head, they look like they haven't seen the sun in 15 years. I mean, they're all icebox <laughs> looking pasty white, and they just look miserable, like they have no life and that they are suffering uh, living there. And I have friends that live there that love it. They love Detroit. They love it. Honestly, like, I love you, and God bless you for living there in Michigan. You're you're tough people. You put up with all that snow and ice, and and you you just you've suffered through Michigan football all these years in Ohio State, just having sex with you. Uh, so, God bless you for what you've been through. But you cannot ever be happy, truly happy, ever living in Detroit. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. I'm done being nice. If you don't like it. Kiss my ass. I mean, honestly, being in Detroit has to suck. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right. Um, they're showing uh, Young Thug, is that his name? The rapper who's got the number one rap album in the uh, country right now. He's at the uh, Falcon game, sitting in the um, uh, seats high up in the air, uh, trying to be left alone by people. And um, apparently uh, he must be enjoying the Falcons as much as everyone else. I mean, they are awful. Uh, honestly, like, even when they win, they're, they're four and five, right? Even when they win, they're, um, it still don't matter. They win. Remember, like, they've had three last-second wins with their field goal kicker. Even then, they don't matter. They have to use the kicker is the only one that gets it done for them. Ryan never gets it done. You saw a picky through before. I mean, Sick. and sickening. He looks terrible. He rolled his ankle tonight. I thought he got his toe smashed is what happened. I never saw his ankle roll. They're saying it's an ankle. I think it's his toe. I think he broke his toe tonight. He got his toe crushed. I mean, when he reached down, uh, it, it was his toe. Anyway, so... What does it matter? Uh, now the Patriots are carving them up and going right down through them. They're in the uh, 25-yard line of the Falcons. And if they score here, that's it. Game over and cover over. Because right now the cover is still tenuous at best. Like, you know, if they scored and went for two and had eight, they'd have the cover. Yeah. Right? So I need a score. I mean, this game, all that's left for this miserable, boring game tonight, Carver High, is, is the number. It's all about the number. Now, this is what the NFL is about. I wouldn't watch this game if you paid me. It's so boring. But I got money on it, so I got to watch it, and I got to see it end, and I got to have them score. Yeah, the cover is still uh, very much in doubt. All it's take, any kind of score here from the Patriots, really you would think is going to be good. I mean, even if it's 16, I know that that's still two possessions, but now you're talking two-point conversions. All I mean, Atlanta's gotten down the field three times tonight. They missed a field goal. They 
missed the fourth down play, the fourth and one with the run, and then the other time he just threw the pick. So they, I just don't see them scoring any points tonight. I just don't see it happening Do you, at this point. Uh, but is that not incredible to you that they played uh, in Dallas last week and got beat 43-3? And then yeah. they go on national television tonight and they're being shut out? Does that not stun you at all that, like, there's something wrong with that team? Right, especially since the week before that, they scored like 30 points against the Saints in New Orleans and beat them, which is And had to come back bizarre. to do it. Yeah. They, they, they sack him here on third. Do you, remember, you, you remember they threw the bomb to Patterson that yeah. got him back in the game? Yeah, the one where he tiptoed on the sideline. The tiptoe on the sideline by him. So, so he this is going to be a 52-yarder to make it 16 Because of the sack. Yeah. I mean, that made it a long field goal. But this is the deal. Like, he misses this, and suddenly the cover is still very much alive. The back door is still yeah. open if he misses this field goal. Yeah. And I feel like a disastrous, uh, you know, if he misses this, I just disastrous right around the corner doing push-ups for betters. I don't think uh, the Falcons are going to win the game. It's good. It's good. He barely made it. He's an old dude, right, isn't he? Yeah, folk. Folk. Folk hero. But he made that. It would have gone another three yards. He made that clean. He had, he had, he had, yeah, he had it by a couple. So I'm just saying, like, Atlanta, I mean, you know, if you ask me, you can write him off tonight. They're done. You're three and five. Your quarterback's banged up. I mean, how frustrating uh, for Matt Ryan. Let's face facts. You've seen him. You've seen him playing tonight. You see him on the sideline, sitting on the bench. You see him injured. You see trainers working on him. You see his face. It's written all over his face that he's miserable. That He is miserable there now. Ever since that Super Bowl, it is all – he doesn't have any – his dog won't even let him walk him around the neighborhood. I mean, no one likes him anymore. You can see it. It's all over his face. And the fans, like all I'm seeing tonight on social media is the fans are fed up with the Falcons. Now, just, you know, three, four weeks ago, I was hearing how great a coach Arthur Smith is. And now, three or four weeks later, people are going, what is happening to Arthur Smith's Falcons? You know, and and they just hired the guy. So he's not going anywhere. I mean, nowadays, at least they give you a couple of years before they do you. (laughs) They sign you for five, but, you know, two years in, you could be toast. Money is nothing in the NFL. They just pretend like it is. When they got to pay, you know, a guy out his contract, they got to they got to give him a golden parachute, whatever to get out. They'll do it. Speaking of golden parachutes, um, how about the golden shower that was acquired by the, girl and the heavy metal band at the concert? Oh, whoa, yeah, uh, interesting situation there. The golden shower that happened. Um... Wow, Golden where arches. was that? Where was that anyway? Where did that happen? I don't, I, I don't know. That's got to be. Somewhere. I know that the, that's got to be somewhere band, in Europe. No, somewhere I, in the Europe. band was the band is from Miami. Oh, okay. And it put her on the map. Like no one's ever heard of her. No one ever will. Oh. I don't know her name now. I don't care. I know that uh, she was on the face of everything. She, her face was all over national media the day after that she had you know, golden arched some fan at a festival, at a rock festival. She just walked right out the end of the stage and just golden arches. She just did, she was right on some guy's face. That's some sick. poor, just some poor schmo just got absolutely, you know, 
Manny Pacquiao. You know, didn't Manny used to drink his action to get ready for fights? He sure to, did. He used to go to the bathroom in a bottle and drink it, and it, it made him stronger, meaner, leaner. That's She was just trying to provide that same service to the fan at the heavy metal concert. At, at the rock festival. Golden parachute, man. What would that would just ruin my life? I would just have none of that. I don't care. I told you what I would have done to her. She was coming off that stage. If she does that to me, I don't care about anything. I told you I'd be on the front page of the paper in handcuffs with a big flashbulb picture of me looking like, you know, Ted Bundy. I'm talking about like it's just not happening on my watch. I don't care how what band, what instrument, what, how popular, you're famous, platinum albums. I don't care who you are. I go to a concert. You go and shower me. You're going down. You're going down hard. That big old uh, fro she had going. She had like this gigantic hairdo, like rock and roll hair hairdo. That would have been gone too. I would have pulled that right out of her sculpt. The old, just giving her the whole Jimmy action. I would have had her. I was just flam right on the ground. I don't care. Boom. Think whatever you want. I'm a horrible person. I am a horrible person. So you do that to me. I'm going to show you how horrible I am. I told you, Carver High. Championship game. Guys up 10, giving me a look and laughing at me. I just tripped him. 100 miles an hour. Smacked his entire face, his mouth, all of his teeth on the Hardwood floor, bleeding, gushing blood, smashed his nose in. <laughs> I, just, I just looked at him. I said, you had it coming, bro. I broke a guy's ankle once in a game, and uh, he was in the ground just writhing in pain, screaming in agony. Call the ambulance. They're yelling. So somebody ran and called the ambulance. Guy's on the ground. He was big, too. I mean, 6'4", 230. And he was a problem for everyone in the middle. I eliminated the problem. Um, I broke his ankle and his foot turned sideways all the way to the wrong side. And so when he was lying on the ground, screaming and writhing in pain, I, I walked up to him right before and everybody was like, oh, man, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. And I go, um, I'll pick six hizzy right now. Ball game. Oh, no, they're going to out of bounds. So anyway, uh, I, said, I, le- I leaned down to the guys. He's laying on the ground, writhing in pain. And I said, uh, I think it's broke. <laughs> that was all I said to him. And that was it. Like, he wanted me dead. I mean, he wanted me dead. This guy wanted me dead. He's like, but he couldn't move. I was like, what are you going to do to me? You can't even walk. <laughs> See ya. And then I go, uh, when they scraped him up off the ground and put him in the ambulance, uh, I was standing at the door when they put him in the ambulance, and uh, we were already up like 15. I go, uh, with him out of the game, you know, the game was over. So I, he was getting in the ambulance. They put, put him in there. He's laying in the ambulance bed, looking out the back end of the ambulance. And I go, we're going to win by 30. <laughs> never talked to the guy again as long as I live. He never came back. He never played again. That's what I'm going to do to that chick that does the golden shower on me at the rock festival. I think your scalp's missing, but look, you guys sounded great tonight. Then I'd step on her face on the ground with my giant Doc Martin boot that I'd wear to the rock concert. Are you you not going to admit what you would do to someone that did that to you? Some chick does that to you? Some chick in a heavy metal band does that to you? I don't care if you are a 
six foot nine, 300 pound gargantuan. I do it to you too. I take a glass and smash your face in with it and pull your eyeball out of your head. What would you do, Carver Hyde? Just admit it for once. Admit what you would do. Like, all oh, this be nice to chick stuff. I'm not having it. You do that to me. You're not a chick. You're not a dude. You're the problem. I am the problem. Yeah, I mean, look, that's that's a situation where all bets are off. I mean, there's no holds barred at that point. <laughs> you want to go and drop drop right there on the crowd. I mean, that's just that's just embarrassing. All bets are off. All bets are off. <laughs> I can't even fathom. Like, they got to interview the guy. He's got to be interviewed. It's become such a national story and phenomena. They they got to get the guy to you know be like, what happened? Like I I was standing there minding my own business. I was having a great time at the show. I was on ecstasy. Next thing I know, I'm getting just absolutely whacked with the golden earring. I mean, what is happening here? That's a great call by me right there with the golden earring reference. You got to admit, Carver High, that was fresh right there. I mean, like, right out of left field. I mean, that was just fantastic plug for golden earring. I mean, I wonder what ever happened to him. <laughs> I told you the story the other night, right? Didn't I tell you the story? The guy at the bar said, uh, I didn't know Wang Chung <laughs> worked at yes. the North Shore Tavern. I still am enamored with that one. That was the place yeah, where the guy put his hand on the stone. You know, just hey, bro, think your hands think on your fire. Hands, think your hands on fire, man. <laughs> he mean, was so drunk, he, he didn't know his hand was on fire. Honestly. I mean, you should have seen that there was steam coming off of it. And because I don't even, I have no idea how that works. I just know that if you put your hand on a, on a cooking stone, bad things happen. <laughs> All I saw was smoke coming up. And I'm like, hey, man, your hand's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he's like, wow, it is. <laughs> I was like, what? He's not even reacting to it. Like, wh- what kind of freak are you, bro? 16 nothing uh, Patriots with just under five minutes to go in the worst uh, primetime game I've seen this year. Mm. You know, it's funny. We had all those great primetime games, Carver High, before uh, early, you know, first half of the season. And what you haven't admitted yet is that you realize that after this week, there's six weeks left in the NFL season. I know. It's brutal. Absolutely brutal. And then the playoffs. Six weeks. Because uh, they're going to, I mean, you know, right after January 3rd, the very next, you know, few days is the playoffs. Throw on a bench. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So uh, the Patriots will be seven and four when they win this game. They'll have won five in a row and six of seven. Carver High is livid over it because he's a Bills fan and he hates the Patriots more than anything on earth. And you got two big games with them coming up. And, and I think you think the one in Buffalo is the one you're uh, licking your chops for. 
Well, that's the first one that they're going to get. Uh, I think it's either the first or second Monday in December. The Patriots come to Buffalo on a Monday night game. And look, that's um, I actually there's a part of me that doesn't mind that the Patriots are good because I do believe the Bills are better than them. And it'll be even sweeter when they do beat their ass. So that's, you know, when they were bad, like last year, like the Bills were whooping it up on them in Foxborough last year. And it was almost sad. Like these guys, it, you know, oh, who cares? We're not good anymore. Sure. Now you beat us. All right. You guys want to get all pumped up about the Pats? Hope the Bills stick it up their rear end this year now. Let's go. Let's so, go. And, and you think they will, that they'll beat them badly in Buffalo? I, I think that in Buffalo, they'll beat them. By 10 plus points. Because this is a, um, this is a different football team than last year. And, it certain, and, certainly and they, is. I don't disagree I mean, with and that. They, and, and they played them in Buffalo down to the 10-yard line uh, and, yeah. and fumbled the ball. Cam fumbled. So, I mean, they, they gave him a game. And this is, I think, without a doubt, I have no uh, – I'm completely objective. I have no bones on either side. I'm telling you that this team plays defense, and they run the ball, and this kid can play football, Mac Jones. Whether you believe it or not, he can play. So I think the games are going to be great. That's why I talked about it with Jim McBride today at the Boston Globe. I think those Bills-Pats games are going to decide everything in the East, obviously. It's for Ellen events. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 